people, welcome to Coffee Catch-Ups with me, Amelia Beaumont. And me, Tanya Wiley. Coffee Catch-Ups is a Christian podcast, um, just talking about life in our 20s, the challenges that that brings, the ups and downs. Um, we are not theologians, we're not Bible teachers or scholars at all. Um, we're just two people who love Jesus um, and want to live for him as best we can. Tanya, how are you? I'm so good, man. I am really busy at the moment. I'm in a massive run of shows and exciting things but yeah i'm so excited to be recording again with you amelia it's amazing <laughs> it's been a I'm while so excited. <laughs> i'm How so excited too yeah i'm good yeah i'm good thank you i'm good um yeah same as you just excited to be recording again we literally it's now the 28th of october and we haven't recorded since august so That's i'm super long. excited but yeah generally good just work um church is really good small groups really good just yeah loving life really. amazing. amazing so what are we covering this week this week we are talking about a huge huge topic mm-hmm. the power of the tongue it's it's such a huge it's such a huge one because actually like you know we we talk a lot a during lot. the day um, i've got a, a fact for you i've got a fact oh, go I for it mate. online oh, okay so it says that the average person speaks seven thousand words a day on average Oh, wow. 50,000 words a week. Now, I personally think I speak more than that. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I can back you up on that one. <laughs> I was like tempted to be like, it's because of my job. I speak for my job. My voice is my instrument. But I think it's just because I love to talk. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't disagree with you. But then also I can't, you know, I can't say that I also don't speak more than that because I definitely do. <laughs> yeah, Amelia and I voice know each other regularly. Um, and sometimes I think you left me like a seven minute, eight minute voice note the other day. <laughs> I actually did. <laughs> I actually did. Um, power of the tongue. Do how powerful do we think the tongue is? I mean, you know, surely just talking is not that kind of important because you just chat. You know, what do you reckon, Tanya? Oh my goodness, no! It's so it's so powerful. Um, I mean, the Bible has got so many warnings about your tongue and guarding your tongue. Like um, the whole beginning of James, not the beginning, James three. It talks hugely about how the tongue can be poisonous, um, and like you know, there's so many verses in Scripture where the Bible's repeatedly say, "Be careful of what you say." Be careful of the words that you you say to people. And that's so true. I mean, how many times in your life have somebody's words that they've said to you, regardless of how they intended them, actually really hit hard? Um, mm. I know that that w- there are things I can genuinely recall word for word, some of the things that people have said to me in the past, but I guarantee you they can't like, because it, it's been powerful. It's hurt or what have you. Um, so I yeah, this is a huge topic. And this is one that I'm like, so excited to be talking about because I think I'm going to learn a huge amount from talking about it but also like it's a reminder isn't it hang on you need to constantly be reminding yourself guard guard your tongue because it's so easy to just without thinking and before you know it you've said something hurtful poisonous not full of grace and and not building the kingdom Mm, yeah for sure for sure it's such a um a key kind of part of, of our communication with other people that actually we do need to be so guarded. Um, and I, I say key part of our communication, it is our communication with other yeah. people because essentially as much as body language is helpful, it doesn't mean anything necessarily without, without speaking Absolutely. Um, or writing or, or whatever, because that definitely counts as well. Mm. Um, 
and you know I mean we we touched on social media before on a on, in episode two um but actually you know there's such an issue isn't there with the way that people talk to each other on social media because you're behind a screen and so it becomes really easy to be abusive to you know say things that you wouldn't say to people's faces mm-hmm. um where, whereas actually it's still you know this is all still you know it's, it's all communication it all it all counts the same way um and words can still hurt just as much um online as they can in person as well yeah, absolutely and it's important to ask yourself when before you post on social media or whatever like why why am i why am i feeling the need to comment this would i comment this or say this to somebody's face um and also i can't see someone else's reaction to something because they're not in front of me it's the same with text messages i I, that's why i love voice notes because you can convey tone with a voice note Mm -hmm. um but with i'm quite a blunt texter uh largely because i'm trying to just get the 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 information i need out um and i don't necessarily think about the tone and there's a whole world of emojis (laughs) i ain't got time for that Um, and I send exclamation marks and they often get misconstrued as the wrong thing. So you, when I comment this on social media, being extra careful of actually guarding my tongue here, is this going to cause somebody to, to be really hurt? And um, is there a need to comment this? Um, there's, a, there's a passage in scripture, um, James 1, 19, it says, Dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to become angry um that's a huge one I don't I don't think I'm slow it's to speak I think I'm really quick to speak yeah me too me too I think so so much of it is reactionary um and because I mean a lot of the time I think just in life in general as I don't know I don't know whether this is like a, a British thing or a European thing or just a general life thing is that we are very much in a rush a lot of the time yes. and so someone yeah. says something to you and you're like oh right okay I've got to react to that now um whether that's in person whether that's over text like I I really don't like leaving people like either either unread on a text because I've then got notifications on my phone that I want to think about or you know leaving them on read anyway um I hate doing that mm. and so I'm like oh right okay just uh, I've got to respond to this now yeah. And I, I don't give myself any time to even think about, obviously I think about what I'm going to say to an extent, but a lot of the time it is just very kind of reactionary. So um, true. And I think that actually, you know, slowing things down and taking things back to God first mm-hmm. is so important. Um, yeah. Both in the small things and the big things, particularly with the big things, but in the small things as well. Um, there's a verse in Romans that says, take every thought captive. Um, I think it's Romans. Don't quote me on that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a verse that says take every thought captive to God um, and actually that's such a an important kind of you know actually what what am I doing here um, um, am I just kind of like you say like am I just kind of reacting to this out of you know an emotional place am I um, saying this for for the right reasons um, it's so so important mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it's so so true and actually as Christians like yeah that that scripture about being slow to speak means that actually asking those questions is this my place to have a voice here in this is is God actually 
calling me to to say something. It's such a reactionary, that's our reactionary culture. We just sort of go, oh, I'm going to attack somebody because they're not agreeing with me or they're not doing this. And and that's so our culture. Everyone with social media, everyone has a voice. You're able to talk to uh, a very high quality camera in our mobile phones and post a talking story on Instagram so that everyone can hear what you're thinking all the time. The Bible asks us, is that necessary? The Bible says, be slow to speak. It says, quick to listen. Um, So, so often, have you spoken before you've actually understood where that other person's coming from? Before you attack somebody online or even in person, have you understood what's going on with them before you do that? Somebody putting up something on social media political, have you understood what what's going on with them before you decide to attack them is it kind are you are you correcting someone in the spirit or are you correcting somebody so that you can feel better about yourself um that is so something that i just see rife throughout culture and particularly on social media Mm, yeah for sure that's yeah you've got such an excellent point um i think especially when it comes to political things People can get very upset because actually, you know, politics does affect all of our lives. And so if you have a very strong opinion about something like it should be this way and actually somebody else is suggesting that it should be another way, that's, you know, that does make people angry. But actually being, like you say, being quick to listen Mm -hmm. um, and considering where your response is coming from is so key. And actually, I think compassion comes a lot into that, just, you know, growing in compassion and understanding for other people because it may be that you are completely right in whatever you're talking about it may be that you're completely right and actually this other person is completely in the wrong but where are you coming from when you talk to them about that yeah you being right does not give you um the the right to to kind of put that person down um and and be quick to speak and slow to listen um, because the scripture doesn't put conditions on that the scripture says be quick to listen and slow to speak. It doesn't say in certain situations, but if they annoy you, go for it. Okay. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I might have heard you wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm totally joking. I completely agree with you. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's so important to consider where, where that's coming from. Mm, for sure. So I just on the back of what you're saying, yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't know just because you're right doesn't mean that that you're actually doing the godly thing you're not being gracious necessarily um it just reminded me of that verse in proverbs which is so good there's, I mean, there's so many verses in the bible about the word the uh, like the power of the tongue and this is one of like ones that's so on point on so on point it's proverbs 12 18 it's the wor- words of the reckless pierce like swords um but the tongue of the wise brings healing um and i love that because like the word reckless um it's in the niv version it's it's described as um reckless as other versions that say rashly um and speaking recklessly without thought without real feeling that's exactly kind of what you were saying really i'm just backing you up with a verse from the bible um but the tongue of the wise brings healing um which is it's another point in itself that actually um I don't want to be all doom and gloom on this podcast. Your tongue can also be amazing. And it's a gift yes. that God has given you. If if it was just this poisonous thing, we wouldn't be created with a tongue. 
Like God wouldn't have given us one if it was just in a poison, but it can also bring healing. Words of the wise bring healing. You can build other people up. There's another piece of scripture. I'm on a, I'm on a roll. I'm going to keep going. Yes, um, Tanya, go. Piece go, go. <laughs> of scripture. Uh, um, Ephesians 4:29, one of my favorites. Do not let unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs that may benefit those who will listen. Um, so amazing Paula just absolute bangs that one out in Ephesians um build, your words can be used to to build people up um, according to what they need to to help them so that people that watch you build other people up might come to know a little bit more about the grace of of God so we as Christians need to be so encouraging also ah oh, I'm just so excited by this point I'm just getting overwhelmed with excitement you're doing um, so well I'm absolutely loving it go Tanya go <laughs> oh I can't go so like um the word the word is that God creates via his mouth he speaks and the heavens were made um the the, the mouth is creative we uh, since the dawn of time, I've told each other stories. Like my job, I'm an actor. That my job is to create using my voice and my mouth. Um, so we create, we make, we 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 are made in the image of God. We have the power to create and and break and destroy, but also make, encourage, and build something beautiful within our words. And that should be our duty. So yeah, take the warnings from James three. Be like, oh yeah. I need to watch what I say, but also go, I can also make this a tool to glorify God, to help other people, to encourage them. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to finish my point there. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, what a point though. So good. <laughs> so good. And actually, do you know what I think on the, on the subject of encouraging, um, I'm encouraging you because actually you are such a great like example of that. Like you're so good at building people up. Like, I mean, the amount of times that I have kind of come to you and been like, oh, Tanya, I feel rubbish. You've gone, you're amazing. And like, you know, actually, these are the things about you that are really great. And you're so good at building, you're so good at that. Um, and it's such a, an important thing to, to put in culture, just create culture of building each other up. Um, I mean, I, you know, I say this not to uh not to gender stereotype but particularly as girls like it's so important um like obviously please build up your guy friends guys build up your your guy friends and your your girl your gal pals mm-hmm. i was gonna you say girlfriends but amelia i'm gonna i'm gonna interrupt you and say that i um i would love everyone to be as encouraging as drunk girls in a bathroom in a club on a night out yes okay. No, I Absolutely. Men will not understand this because you probably haven't been in. I hope you haven't been in. <laughs> but on a night out, <laughs> when everyone's busy, you go into the girls' bathroom and the girls congregate in the bathroom on a night out. It's it's the where they live. It's it's where they are. And there'll be one girl crying in the bathroom, one girl throwing up. There'll be one girl like just flailing around, like not really knowing what she's doing. Usually me. Uh, <laughs> but the words people say over each other in the bathroom is so like oh my goodness you look so beautiful oh you're a really lovely person and yes they are intoxicated and it's kind of coming out slow but I love the energy I love the fact that they encourage one another um so I don't know if the guys bathrooms are the same if they are let me know I want to know it's the whole thing for the club anyway I I just thought I'd had that anecdote absolutely it's so true like 
you know the, the amount of times you'll be in a, a club bathroom not that that's somewhere I'm, I am often but um like and there'll be a girl being like oh I don't know whether I should like you know text my ex or anything like that and the amount of people like random strangers that will just be like no you're worth more than that it's so great <laughs> like, it's so good right oh man but yeah like we just we need that kind of culture we really do um not kind of trying to promote the intoxication part no but no 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 if we um, can do that when sober that is a, that is a godly society that I want to live in um, exactly yeah. exactly um and yeah it's so cute because again girls especially can be so mean to one another um tearing each other down and you know come generally coming out of insecurity um, I don't know whether guys do this as well but you know you'll you'll look at someone and go oh she's really really beautiful and then try to find you know a problem with her that you can see or make up a problem mm-hmm. um and then talk to other people about it and it's so toxic it really really is um and it's definitely not something that we should have in the church at all um and definitely something that we should be trying to to make better in general society because actually the way that we talk about other people even if they don't know that we're talking about them um can have such a detrimental effect on the people who are hearing it um it makes other people go number one oh gosh are they talking about me like that and number two mm-hmm. it's o- it's okay to talk about other people like that yeah um, and That's also just a general point. yeah like just such a general kind of it's just so negative and so unnecessary yeah I think you're right. Gossip, gossip is so interesting as a as a societal thing because it is more predominant in women. It's not like guys gossip as well. Don't get me wrong, but it is like a particular woman thing. They like to like have a little gossip, um, and the reason that we do it as well is because it's like that kind of herd instinct. And this kind of links back to what we were saying about people pleasing, I guess, is it's oh we all get closer because we've got something in common, and that thing in common is ripping another person that's not there to defend themselves and I love what you say because actually it creates a false intimacy doesn't it let's be honest gossip creates a false intimacy like yeah you're getting close and you're getting to know somebody but actually they could be talking about you like that and you probably think that in the back of your head okay I've just had a really good conversation with all these these women having a gossip or guys I'm not being sexist um but then I go away and I think oh they could be speaking about me like that also when you when if you are to be in that environment and if somebody there's rare moments and they're beautiful moments where some everyone's having a bit of a talk a bit of a bitch about somebody and then one person goes hey they're not even here to defend themselves like come on guys should we be doing that like I don't feel comfortable talking about that stuff and I love that because it's not oh you shouldn't be gossiping it doesn't come from a place of I'm superior. It comes from, look, guys, I'm not comfortable with this. This isn't okay. But the moment somebody does that, I instantly trust them because I go, oh, well, they they are integral. Um, so I'm going to actually come and talk to them if I've got an issue or I want to get to know them better because they're integral. So if we can do that as Christians, what we're doing is creating real intimacy as opposed to the false intimacy that gossip creates. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that that phrase false intimacy, I really, really love um, because it's so true. Like I, I hadn't even thought about it like that when I when I said what I said. Um, yeah. But, you know, because, I, you know, as humans, we are craving connection with people. We're craving relationship. 
And so if we, um, I think if that's an insecurity, that is something that we can latch onto so easily and say, oh, oh, I, I had a really good chat with this person, mm-hmm. but actually it was, it was gossip. But even still, you kind of, you go, oh, I, I want to join in because if I don't, maybe they won't accept me. Um, and that's, that's actually such a key one. And I, I've struggled with this myself. I really have. Um, you know, I mean, I went to an all girls grammar school, which is like a hotbed of gossip all the time. Oh my goodness. All the time. And it's so, and you know, as someone who really struggled with friendships throughout primary and uh, the first kind of half of secondary school, it's so easy to get involved in that, particularly when literally everybody else around you is doing it. Um, I mean, I, I realize I don't know what it was like in a um, in a mixed school, but it's you know, girls girls school was just it was horrendous for gossip. Yeah. Um, and when I you are just craving, yeah, when you are just craving those those friendships, like I really really was, it's so easy to join join in with. Yeah, and, and it takes strength to stand and go, no, I'm go- not going to. It's so much easier to just go, yeah, I'm going to join in, especially if you're equally frustrated. Like it happens quite in quite a lot of workplaces where people will gossip about the employer, uh, particularly in small businesses. I find them to be, in my experience, have been the more slightly gossipy, toxic environment. Everyone has like a, a big whinge about the the person their boss or what have you and it's so easy because maybe you're frustrated as well like that's really winding me up that somebody's done that um but actually as christians we really should be trying to not and that for me is deeply challenging and that will continually challenge me because it's so easy um to to do that but i think it links back to when we were talking about um people pleasing is actually to really ask yourself hang on what am i doing here am i trying to please people is it a fear of 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 people not liking me as to why i'm i'm not standing in this or am i trying am i trying to please god people or oh god people god and that's the thing that i think i'll just I need to keep asking myself because i revert too easily into gossip mode um because i'm like oh people like me um and actually, I wanted to talk a little bit as well about um, humour. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Are you a fan of banter, Amelia? Uh, you know me. I'm a huge fan of banter. I will always be in on the banter if I possibly can be. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All about the banter. Um, dangerous though, huh? Mm. Hugely. Mm. Hugely. I, I don't know about you. I very easily get caught up in the moment with banter. And if something comes into my head that I think that will be hilarious to say, nine times out of 10, I will say it and not really think about it. Um, And most of the time it's fine, but there have been occasions where people have stopped and stared at me and gone, that was really inappropriate. Yeah. And I've gone, oh my goodness, I might go and uh, let the ground swallow me up now. Mm -hmm. What's your experience with that one? I mean, same. I love, I like, I love to like a bit of um, sarcastic humor. Like my mum is Northern um, and bear with me with this point because um, there is like a joke within our family that like, if you're from the North, you have a bit more of a sarcastic, like um, bust on each other kind of 
relationship and I have some really special friendships and relationships that do have that kind of edge to them which have this kind of bantery like I bust on you you bust on me kind of thing um Mm. but then you know it's a dangerous thing because it can be like fun fun and funny um but it can also be really tricky because you can suddenly say something in jest that cuts somebody really deep and I've definitely been in that situation where somebody said something to me that they mean as a joke. And I laugh it off because I know that's the thing to do, but I'm so hurt by it. And likewise, I've probably said something to somebody as a joke. Um, so that's something that I really am challenged on quite a no, lot. That's such an excellent point, actually. And, and something I hadn't even thought about is, is how we, you know, in, in situations where we're actually not thinking negatively about anybody else, we're just you know, we're just trying to have a good time as are they. Um, and it, and it does just come out. And I, I think it's, it's definitely one that we need to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I, I know that again, like I said, I've, I've had situations where I've said something really inappropriate. Um, and once I actually, um, like I actually prompted a real kind of someone to literally come up to me and say that hurt me. Um, mm. and I, I was so shocked because I, I hadn't even thought about it myself. I was so shocked and I was like, mm. I'm so sorry, but I couldn't even say anything for the first couple of minutes because I was just so, I was open mouthed. I could not believe it. Yeah. Um, and so it is so key. And so, because not everybody will come up to you and say that really hurt me. Yeah. So most people, like you say, will just will just walk away um, and laugh it off and, and say, oh yeah, no, that was fine. And then inside be really hurting. Um, but actually that's that's a really beautiful thing and and actually a really healthy thing that that person did by coming up and saying look that that hurt me in did they say it in a like in a in a just sort of matter of fact or quite was it angry what was their tone did they say it well it was they did say it well it was very subdued like I could really tell that he was upset okay Um, I think that's that's been done beautifully by that person and well done because I was actually thinking about this earlier um about you know the moments where you laugh something off or you don't acknowledge something even in like family life as well this is particularly good for them you know when something irritates you like a small thing like um something being out of place like for example my housemate not doing washing up for the 15th millionth time um and it just being on the side and I get really annoyed but instead of being like going up to her and being like could you just do washing up please and then like because it's it's in my way I need to get to the sink I do it for her and I'm really angry about doing it and I'm just slightly frustrated I'm like for goodness sake could you just not do washing up um and that like that's a very trivial example of where something's just hurt me or offended me or made me annoyed um and we go back to this the the scripture of um quick to listen slow to speak slow to anger because I think passive aggressiveness if you're going to let something go you have to let it go you know you have to actually give that to God and let it go or are are you going to let it go but keep on it like hold it until eventually this big outburst of anger comes out and that's so unfair on the other person because they don't know that you've been holding in something that they said about you ages ago or the fact that you've done the washing up for the 15th time. They don't know that you're getting annoyed about that unless you say it. So that person saying that to you, is it's beautiful. It's what we should be doing as Christians. Like if that's happened, let's sort it out. Let's communicate openly. Like I believe fully that Satan loves passive aggressiveness. Satan loves you to bottle it up and not talk about it. 
um, and let's openly talk about it, <laughs> listen to one another, um, and then speak to one another and encourage one another. Yes, Tanya, I, you just smashed that out of the park. I'm wow, <laughs> mic drop, mic drop, so good. I have a microphone somewhere, but I don't wish to drop it on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> no, microphones are too expensive for that. Anyway, um, <laughs> but no, I think you're so right. Like mm -hmm. communication is so key, and actually. And I also actually think where where it says in, in the scriptures to um, say what's going to build each other up. Mm. Communication does that because it builds relationships as well. Mm. Um, and actually, you know, you communicating with somebody is not just going to help the situation. It's going to help your relationship in general with them. Um, and it's, you know, then, like you say, it's not putting it in jeopardy further down the line. Because um, yeah. actually that's it's so kind of what what you say is is going to if you keep it helpful and if you keep it hey we need to communicate this as opposed mm -hmm. to angry straight off the mark out of emotion kind of communication um that's so that's going to be really really helpful to the relationship just in general so good man so good i also just to jump on that building somebody up isn't always being nice mm, so true that's not Very being right. nice. that's having a confrontation but a healthy one that's building people up. Oh, mind blown. So good. <laughs> so we've talked a lot about building people up, guarding your tongue. What does that look like practically, Amelia? How do you, how do you deal with all of these feelings that you might just want to be like, all these slanderous words that you want to say or things that hurt you? How, how, how do you guard your tongue? What does that look like? That is a fantastic question. Um, I think, I think, well, it's the classic Sunday school answer, mm -hmm. prayer. Oh my goodness. Like prayer is so important here. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Let's do that again. What do you mean? This is the reaction I gave Amelia was like. If you're listening on audio, you've just missed out massively. Um, <laughs> watch just me trying to be cool and not quite putting it off. <laughs> yeah, just prayer. Pray about everything as Paul says um, in every situation because in in these kinds of situations where emotions are involved prayer should be our first port of call it really should um, because actually the way that we particularly in in these situations where you're frustrated um, and you you just can't see yourself doing anything but exploding or you know just saying something really really genuinely nasty um out of that place of frustration you have to pray straight away and go lord help me control this because you know other, because otherwise we are just dependent on our own strength to do that um and you know we're not supposed to rely on our own strength um, <laughs> trust in the lord with all your heart lean not on your own understanding um and you know it's it's so key to pray um because yeah like God is the only one who can who can help us with this. The the passage in James that we've been referring to um, in James three um, says no human can tame the tongue. It's so powerful. Um, I think I think the phrase it uses is is, is like a forest fire. Um, and so God is really the only one who can who can help us with this. Um, otherwise, I think also kind of um, just just practicing and praying about being aware in situations where your reactions are coming from mm -hmm. um is this coming out of anger is this coming out of frustration is this coming out of 
heartbrokenness um it's it's all it's all possible i know that i'm so guilty of that you know in terms of um i've got really really strong deep feelings about this situation not necessarily anger um but i'm so i'm going to react on those because because that's what i'm currently relying on yeah um it's so important how how about you have you got any uh practical tips for us Tanya? i'd say do you know what actually one of the top things is practical like living well advice like get decent amount of sleep um eat well (laughs) do exercise those help your gut like be be more aware and guarding your tongue like I know that's really weird but that actually impacts our like our mental health our physical health our spiritual health like God wants us to live um live like that um, but also there's a passage in Luke, which I think is really helpful in this situation, which, um, and it's what Jesus says. And I think it's always really good to take it back to what Jesus says, which is um, Luke 6, 45, which says a good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart. And an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in, ha- in his heart for the mouth speaks of what the heart is full of. So it's actually about what are you filling your heart with in your daily practice? Are you like talking with God every day are you praying every day like you said Amelia but also like what are you listening to what are you what are you filling your ears your eyes with um what are you watching on tv are you watching something that is positive or are you watching something that's full of like death um for example like the news you have to be I I love the news I love to be aware of what's going on but you do have to be careful with how much you're consuming of this because it is all about death about conflict about everything that's going wrong in the world and actually if you consume that as a as all you consume what are you filling your heart with when it be around positive life-affirming people if you need affirmation get it give it get it as well like be the person or also be the person who encourages I think that's why I encourage and also Amelia on your compliment earlier you are also very very encouraging you're so encouraging um as well you I think sometimes you've said things to me that I've just absolutely needed to hear um I, I repeated them again and again and again um because actually saying something once isn't isn't always enough for somebody you need to repeat it um but if you encourage if you start encouraging people they'll probably start encouraging you back like it's funny what happens when you give out that way. It's so it's just the heart of Christ. Like when you start giving and serving God, God blesses you with more encouragement. Um, and also, I think I wanted to talk about saying things out loud. Um, so if you're going, so for example, like the power of actually saying something out loud is huge, um, not only for discouragement but for also in, for encouragement. So for example, um, if you wanted to go on a diet, for example, if you just say it once you're less likely to stick to it than if you said it to 57 people or and and out loud to yourself thousand times you're more likely to do it because the power of your words will create like a psychological impact a spiritual impact and and that's it so the more you speak out the bible the more you speak out what god says over you i love the song um who you say i am um mm, i think it's yeah it means so much to me from a personal level from when I was tackling a depression uh, because actually who I am is who you say I am you being God 
um, I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. Um, and actually, I got to the point where I had to just declare that again and again and again for me to start to even believe it a tiny bit. Um, so think about when you encourage people, not just encouraging them once, but multiple times. Um, mm. I've kind of gone on a tangent. but No, no, but I actually, I actually really wanted to hop on that um, and also yeah. say what you say about yourself is also so important. Mm. Like so so important guys like I literally cannot stress this enough um and again so I again I mentioned before I've struggled with real self-esteem issues during my teenage years and um you know saying things out loud like I'm lonely I don't have any friends I'm fat I you know I am this I am that and all, all of those things are awful like it, because saying them over yourself like like you like you were saying with I'm going to go on a diet saying it more times is going to help you do that it also works in the reverse in that saying negative things about yourself is going to have an impact on how you feel yeah. um, and on how you perceive yourself and also how other people view you because mm -hmm. not not that they will necessarily think oh yeah she is fat but actually they'll look at you and go she's insecure <laughs> um, and because but by saying that you build up those insecurities yeah. um, and it's so like, you know, it's, it's just a vicious circle really. Yeah. Um, it's so important to guard what you say about yourself. Mm -hmm. And I, I've, you know, done a lot of kind of coming to terms with that. Um, and again, I, I know um, back on, back on us kind of encouraging each other. Yeah. I've said to Tanya so many times, uh, like, you know, I'm really insecure about this about myself. And she's gone, no the opposite of that is true yeah. um wh whatever that is um yeah, and it's so important to to be saying those words to each other to be building each other up mm -hmm. and also building ourselves up um in the yeah. way that we talk about ourselves not in an arrogant way but in a truth proclaiming way mm -hmm. um and speaking and singing the scriptures as well um sing worship music i i love just putting some worship music on in the house and just having a sing because it actually does have a huge impact because you are speaking truth and singing truth um so yeah sorry I just jumped on the back of your no I love it I love it and I think like just I just want to jump on that as well and, and just say think how much more how much more powerful it is to to repeat something than to just say it once like um they say that one negative um it needs seven positives to like to combat it within your own self-esteem within psychology somebody saying one negative comment will make you believe it more than seven positive ones and that's because satan loves negative comments he loves the the dream stealers people who want to discourage you and often there's more stuff going on with the people discouraging you than there is with you like the one of one of um the preachers at the church where i became a christian at said when somebody says a lie over them them says something over them that's a lie they just go and they just say it out loud then and there. It doesn't matter who it is, Christian or non-Christian. They just go, I break that in the name of Jesus. And saying Ooh. it out loud has power because words have power. God gives yeah. you a word to be full of grace and to be the power. The, there is power in the name of Jesus. That is a song, but it is also true. Um, and so declare that. And I think particularly as we get into this time, it's October, isn't it? Mm, Halloween's coming up. Start declaring some, some, breaking some stuff for Jesus with your words. That's why you've got a mouth. Do it, do it, do it. Let's go to the recommendation section. Yes. <laughs> This week we are recommending wine, um, which is good because I love a glass of wine. Do you love a glass of wine, Emilia? I do love a glass of wine. I do actually have 
a glass of wine right now. <laughs> All the best podcasts are recorded with a glass of wine in hand. <laughs> Absolutely. <Good> story. <laughs> so what wine would you recommend for us? The wine that I would recommend to you would be a wine called 19 Crimes. It's a red wine, not very expensive at all, but so good. Like I'm not a wine connoisseur by any means, mm. but it's quite like, it's quite nice, it's quite fruity, what but is not it? like super light. Huh? What is it? What, as in what type of red wine? Yeah. I actually don't know. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't say on the bottle, uh, like quite obviously at all. Um, are, you, are you sure it's not one of those bottles that just says red wine? <laughs> as the brand <laughs> I can confirm that's not the wine. case it's usually it's usually about like eight or nine pound in Tesco um fully recommend though it's really really nice I think it's an Australian wine okay and it essentially on the um on the bottom it's got like a sort of Victorian photo type thing on it and then on the corks they um each cork has one of the 19 crimes that you could be transported to australia for which oh, is quite fun um, but the cool. wine itself is also really nice but yeah that's it's cool so you though because not only are you drinking wine but you're also learning something about history <laughs> classic historian can't even get away from it in the wine section <laughs> mm-hmm. anyway back to me um <laughs> tanya which wine are you recommending to us uh anyone who knows me and uh, well anyone who knows me well knows that I love a Malbec and um it's kind of my go-to uh drink and whenever I'm in the supermarket I see what Malbecs are on offer and I go for it because I know with a Malbec I'm safe but the other day I came across this absolute beautiful wine I've not had it before apart from recently as you can see my the bottle is empty <laughs> I enjoyed it very much um <laughs> it is nice I don't know whether it's pronounced Bosman or Bossman uh, Bossman amuses me more, uh, but I feel like have <laughs> two S's. Um, so it's it's a Malbec, but it, where where is it from? South Africa. So it's really exciting. But it's very drinkable. Like it's way too drinkable. But I enjoyed it immensely, and it's an offer in Sainsbury's at the moment. Purchase. I don't know whether it will be when the podcast goes out, but <laughs> it was when <laughs> when we recorded. Anyway, guys, we've had a great time recording the podcast. <laughs> We have a great time. We hope you've had so much fun as well. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>